Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, back and better than ever. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Think we got a thing or two going on today? Holy smoke. We had a whole show planned uh, and then 11.30 last night, Eastern Time, came and went, and that's the only place to start. Here we go! go, go. Only one place to start. Monk heads up to the right side of the floor. Crosses, leaner in the paint. Too strong, no good. Curry has the rebound. Sabonis on the floor, and he just got stomped on by Green, and a foul was called. And that may warrant an ejection. There was nothing subtle about that. That's the play-by-play courtesy KHTK. That's a pretty good call right in the moment there of what happened the other night in Game 2 of the series between the Warriors and Kings. That could very well signal the end of this series. The news last night that Draymond Green has been suspended. We got great insight from it all morning long on Get Up on TV, uh, including from Adrian Wojnarowski, and I will bring you everything that he had to say in a moment. But I am thrilled and delighted and grateful that both Monica McNutt and Damian Woody are good enough to hang out after we finish Get Up here and, and pick up the conversation uh, here on, on the radio program because it's great of both of you to do this. So thank you. And Monica, I'll start with you. As we sat there for two hours, I, I don't know about you, but I felt like my perspective on the story sort of evolved over the course of the morning. So as we sit right now, what is your reaction to everything that we've heard Draymond suspended? I, I would agree, Greeny. I felt like I was on a ride of learning perspective. I thought Woj was incredible when we had him on. I still, I think I'm still okay if there was no suspension. But the thing that Woj said to me that struck me the most, beyond the histrionics and the demonstrative playing to the crowd, the fact that Sabonis was still on the floor is something that I had not considered. We did not know how severe the injury was at that point. And perhaps in Draymond's head, he knows maybe he didn't apply that much pressure. But when Woj said that, that struck me as a pivotal point in why the suspension may have been handed down. Yeah. And can we have quiet in the studio, please, here? I'm sorry. There's a lot of noise and we're trying to do the show. So, D. Wood. So, that that is, let me recap all of the things that Woj told us because there were a few things that were not known. So, one of the questions we had was, well, Sabonis grabbed his leg. And he sort of started it. Woj answered that question. The league deemed what Draymond did as an escalation and made the comparison to if you shove someone and then they throw a punch, that's not a like act. That's an escalation. So that's one. Next, the theatrics, which you brought up, D. Wood. You brought that up in our our pre-show meeting this morning, and I thought really well – um, the idea that he was still on the floor and, and, and whether Demontis Sabonis is lying there in pain or not, which is an interesting part of it, but just the way he's engaging with the crowd, yeah. the way th- some of the optics of that, again, some of which I sort of like and some of which obviously the league fears, that factored into this. Yeah. The league said in its statement that the suspension was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. So that comes into play. Woj also told us the Warriors were, quote, livid in their reaction to this. So all that on the table, D. Wood, what are your thoughts? Yeah, listen, I thought Woj brought just a a bevy of great information 
to the conversation. And again, I go back to, I don't even think that the suspension had anything to do with the stomp. Even though you talk about, you know, the, I guess, raising another level, it's mm-hmm. kind of the equivalent of, you know, in the NFL, if a guy pushes you and you push them back, the second guy always gets penalized more. But I, I just think that the, the histrionics and the theatrics of Draymond Green kind of putting, throwing gasoline on a fire in the arena as far as playing to the crowd, the commissioners in the crowd. And in my opinion, making a mockery of the situation, you get teed up in that situation and then you go and have all these theatrics. I just think it was like Adam Silver looking at that was not a good look for Draymond Green. And like I said in, um, on Get Up This Morning, Greeny, like we're not talking about someone who's 22 years old. Like mm-hmm. Draymond, Green, Draymond Green should know better. Like you've been in this league a long time. You've had a previous history in this league. You got to understand that you can't put yourself in a precarious situation like that and, you know, mocking and inciting the crowd where the league will be almost – you giving the league an opportunity to suspend you in a critical game three. You're down 0-2. So – like, we can have a discussion, do we think it's right? But at the end of the day, to me, Draymond Green has to be more mindful of the situation. 100%. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. There are so many angles to this. And, and that's why we, at, at some point we just ripped up, as D. Wood pointed out, <laughs> the, the script today on TV. And we just sort of kept going on this topic because there's so many directions it can go. One of them is somewhat delicate. And Monica, I could tell that when we got to this, it it really struck a chord with you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go back. Let's go back to Reggie Miller legendarily Mm. making the choke sign at the Mm -hmm. fans in New York, and particularly at Spike Lee. There is an element Mm -hmm. of the villain in sports Mm -hmm. that plays to the crowd and the crowd plays to the villain that I think is good. It's valuable. It's exciting. It's it's actually fun. Agreed. Like like, like it's not meant in in any legitimately nasty way. Which is to say, I will boo you until I, I can't even my lungs hurt. Mm-hmm. But if I see you after the game, we're going to shake hands and walk away friends. That's the beauty of sports. The problem is. And, and so there was part of me that wanted to say that thing with Draymond going back and forth with the fans. Part of it is fun. But I also understand where there is a line somewhere in there and it's very hard to define where it goes from being fun into something that could become a real problem. And that's the hardest part of this for me to define. Yeah, And I agree with you, Greeny. I think I come back to we can have the showmanship. We can do the choke sign. We can uh, en- engage based on the basketball of it all. Two years ago, Trey Young, shivering, mm-hmm. ice tray in the garden. Same concept, showmanship, a little bit of engagement with the fans. But I think coming off of what was clearly identified at the time, a flagrant two foul that caused Draymond to be mm-hmm. ejected from the ballgame, a non-basketball play, the tenor or the temperature maybe is the better word, of the arena was not prepared for that level of engagement mm-hmm. at that point. And again, for me, something that is just stuck in my side is, is Sabonis is still on the floor. Now, granted – Players all milk it. We need the refs to know they need to agree. I'm uncomfortable. But in this moment, I mean, you've got – Draymond jumped off that man's chest. Like, he put his pressure down. And so uh, I find that to be very bothersome. But I I understand the um, the statement that the league is, is willing to make. I, I think I would have been okay without a suspension. Draymond is who he is. 
Um, that is not going to change. But in terms of the macro statement of what is acceptable and unacceptable, I understand. And the micro of this particular series that has already been very physical through two games. You know, Monica, is, you know, I think as former athletes, I think the reason we struggle with this because sports is in, 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 is innately emotional. And competitive, yes. It's competitive. Mm-hmm. It's emotional. And that's the part of the fabric, the fabric that is Draymond Green. 100%. He's the type of guy, he's going to constantly – tiptoe the line, and sometimes he's going to step over the line. But that's what makes him who he is. That w- that's what makes him a four-time NBA champion. Mm-hmm. But again, I just, you know, I go back to, you know, you got a commissioner sitting up in the arena, and I'm just looking at it. I'm I'm not looking at it from an athlete, from an athlete perspective. I'm actually putting my shoe, like, how Adam Silver is looking at the this. brand, the brand, the, the NBA brand. brand. Yeah, how he, how the brand is looking at Draymond Green after the the flagrant two technical, and, and how he's carrying himself in the arena, whipping up the crowd into a, a frenzy. I can. Uh, that's where I can understand where the NBA is coming from in all of this. Here's another example of how my perspective on this is sort of evolving as the day goes on. As we're sitting here, and D. Wood, you're saying that our TV crew is doing a great job of rolling in the footage of Draymond sort of engaging with the crowd. And what stood out to me as I watched it this time was no one on his team is doing anything. I said you, nobody's you said, you reacting. That. I said that this you morning. That. You pointed nobody's it out, but, but it's 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 even more true than I realized. Mm-hmm. Like he is standing there, he's five feet away from a bunch of fans who are yelling at him and talking. I mean, I don't know what he's saying and what they're saying, but it's not. Hey, let's you know have dinner after the game here, right? They're going back and forth, and his entire team and coaching staff and everyone are just standing there right. watching. No one tries to de-escalate it or get him out of there. They are fully aware of who their teammate is, the fire that warms and the fire that burns. But in the counter to that, or in the juxtaposition to that, Greeny, you got nobody addressing Graymon, but you see fans turning to one another in the stands like, hey, hey, we don't want to be, we don't want this to mar our return to the playoffs in terms of somebody picking up something and throwing it or it escalating. You saw security guards and you saw fans immediately reacting to that moment. And so that's what I mean in terms of the temperature was probably not right to engage. And obviously right. we had to blur out the double bird that the guy in the Sacramento jersey was flipping him. And so I just think there's so much to unpack here. But most importantly, Woody, you and I agree. Draymond, you are, like I said, you are the fire that warms. You are the fire that burns. You have to be better because this thing is now completely out of your control right. in terms of the outcome, which is now a one-game suspension. So I guess that the, the, the one question that is the most important is, are they going to lose this game because of it? And if so, are they going to lose this series because of it? I'll remind everyone that no NBA team has ever come from 3 nothing down to win a best-of-seven series. So if the Warriors lose game three at home tomorrow night without him, history says they're done. Monica, you're my basketball analyst. What's going to happen? I think the Warriors are going to win game three, but I think the series is more in jeopardy than it's ever been because Draymond Green Green is, Green is going to come back in game four and be on his best behavior? Like, how's <laughs> that going to work? Yeah. A DeMontis Sabonis is not going to stop needling. The physicality probably will be the same. Um this series, to me, after game two, you asked us how we felt. And it felt like Sacramento was poised to do something special and knock this team off. That has not changed. I think the urgency in game three has now been added to in the absence of Draymond. But you didn't have to tell the Warriors that game three was a must win in general. But overall, it feels like 
the Kings are not just winning on the court, but they're also now winning mentally, right? Like, what does live it turn into if you're the Sacramento, or excuse me, if you're the Golden State Warriors, as Woj pointed, us, pointed, out, pointed out to us? This series is still relatively young, and so I just think the Kings are literally growing up in front of our eyes, both on the court and off the court, in terms of their maturity. Talk to me about this from an athlete's perspective, Dee. When you're a player, how, how does game three go from both sides? If, if, what are you expecting if you're the Kings? Uh, a player on that team, and, and what are you thinking if you're a player on the Warriors? So, you know, like we heard Woes talk about the, the, the Warriors will live it. So with Mike Brown, you got to know, like, okay, we got a young young squad. Even though we're up 2-0, you're walking into a hornet's nest. A hornet's nest. You're walking nest. In literally into a hornet's nest in game three. The desperation that the Golden State Warriors are going to play with is going to be palpable. It's going to be high. So the initial thing has got to be as a player, and we, we talk about this – you know, even in football and in road playoff games, you got to take this thing out of them early. Don't let them get up. Don't let don't let the momentum turn into it like a train wreck. You gotta you gotta withstand the initial storm that's going to come from the Golden State Warriors. Monica, you had already talked about like how they play so much better at home. At home. Mm-hmm. How how they shoot so much better at home. If you're if you're the Sacramento Kings, the defense and everything has to be heightened. When you're in Golden State, if you can if you can sustain the initial in, initial storm, I think they can beat um, Golden State because, quite honestly, they're a better team than Golden State, in my opinion. The, the, the thing about the Kings that is interesting is because they're the Kings and because not much was expected of them before the season began, they weren't on national TV a lot and all of that. So I don't know how much people have seen of them. D. Wood, you were making the very honest point to us this morning because it's not your job. You're like, man, I didn't see them all year long. You didn't realize how good they were. I, Greeny, I'm telling you, I hadn't watched not one Kings game all season. <laughs> that game won. I'm like, oh, my God. They're really like, good. The, like, these dudes, they got some dogs out there, like 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 De'Aaron Fox, it's great, and, and Malik Monk, and all of these. I'm like, they they bring people at you in droves. Well, listen, in droves, Woody. This is why it was so baffling to me that people were like, "Oh, the Warriors want the Kings." Here's the thing, and I said this to you on Monday, Greeny. Um, the the we are still waiting for the Warriors to flip whatever switch. There are still variables that you're waiting on when but, it comes to the Warriors. The you, Kings have been who they are all season. But Monica, it, let me ask you this: and, and like again, as athletes, it is re- like I hate when people talk about flipping the switch. I'm with you, like it, like how often do can we like how many teams in the history of any sport that we can honestly say, oh, they can flip a switch I'm and win? With you, like like in professional sports in the playoffs. Like, like, if we're going to flip a switch, Granny, y'all needed to flip that switch about maybe All-Star break. I'll give y'all as a pro team. Coming back off the All-Star break as a team that has done this and won four times. But we are past flip switch time. So now you're going to flip the switch when the pressure has intensified? When De'Aaron Fox is ram- coming down y'all No throat? Draymond? And he's talking about the defense? No Dray- Come on, man. And, and the switch is your defense. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. In, in fairness to them, if you will, part of the reason the switch was not flipped is they were all hurt. And, they, and, and, and Andrew Wiggins had whatever his situation was, but they were never really whole. Like their starting five hadn't played together until the playoffs started since the first week of February. So they, they, were, they didn't have the real opportunity to flip a switch even if they really wanted but my, to. But here's my thing, Greeny. Even with all of that, like 
It's just so hard for it all to come together at one time. And yeah. and we honestly, y'all, could very well end up eating our words. They still could pull this off. I have that much respect for what those guys have done and have been through. All right, I am at it. I could do this forever. Thank you both, <laughs> Monica and Dwood. Wonderful morning today. Thank you both for yep. sticking around. Extra time here, Greeny. When it comes to scoring great hires for your business, you may be up against a few obstacles, especially right now. That's why you need ZipRecruiter on your team. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com/Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire back with much more in a moment this is greenie on espn radio for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer call clickgranger.com or just stop by we all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. The Warriors are down two games to none. They haven't been down 2-0 since the 2007 conference semis. I was actually thinking about that like, man, this is one we haven't seen yet. You're the team that turns the ball over 20 times. Crazy stuff going on in the NBA. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. I've got a whole list of takes. Bubba's got to be furious. Bubba came on this radio show yesterday and said he didn't think Draymond did anything wrong at all. (laughs) Now the league has suspended him for a playoff game. So Bubba has got to be out of his mind. We'll get everybody's reaction in 30 seconds after this from Zip Recruiter. When it comes to scoring great hires for your business, you may be up against a few obstacles, especially right now, and that's why you need ZipRecruiter on your team. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology hustles for you to find people with the right skills and experience for your job and invites them to apply. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So win the hiring game with ZipRecruiter to try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Greenies takes. All right, so the the takes are what they are. Draymond suspended again. Bubba must be furious. We spent all morning long talking about it, and Hembo did a really good job of putting together a list of five questions that I will answer uh, here. Some of them with the help of Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski. Unbelievable. Got up super early in L.A. this morning, raced to a camera so he could jump on and give us tremendous insight into what happened. So some of my answers will be informed by what he told us. But first, I'll introduce the assembled members of the hashtag crew who have assembled around me. 
Hembo is here. Cam is in Bristol, and so is Bubba. And before anything else, Bubs, let me just get your immediate reaction. Did you see this? Were you still awake at 1130 last night when this happened or no? No, I had gone to bed. So you woke up to it this morning. What were the first printable words out of your mouth when you first saw this news? Uh, I guess I would say shocked, but not surprised. So and and just disappointed. Just I'm just disappointed, Adam Silver. You know, but I think uh, I think their 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 reasoning kind of says it all. I mean, to me, they they basically suspended him for pass acts and not really what he did this time because again, he didn't he barely touched them and he he was hardly stopping on him. But they essentially suspended him because of what he's done in the past and what they thought he did this time. I feel like I should put like a, a, a disclaimer in there somewhere that the, the, the preceding opinions do not reflect those of everyone who works on the show that barely touched him. You're certainly entitled to that opinion. Yeah. Sabonis, questionable. T- Let me tell you this. He's going to play tomorrow night. All right? He's not questionable. All right. His sternum's fine. I believe I the word was grazed that Bubba used yesterday. He did use the word grazed. Bubba did say that he grazed his sternum. Yeah, he grazed them, all right? He's questionable with a grazed sternum. Yeah, he's fine. He's going to play, all right? Sit out, all right? Sit out, and then, I'll, then I'll, I'll agree that maybe he touched you. Bubba, what we learned yesterday is that either Adam Silver does not listen to the show or that he does, and your argument was so unconvincing that they chose to do this anyway. How does it make you feel? Both could be true. Right, that's true. That I mean, true. I think he listens to the show and did it out of spite because he was so <laughs> upset. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, for, he clearly listens to the show, so I don't know what you're talking about there. In the statement, it says, the suspension was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts and the ridiculous words of Brendan Bubba Peregrine <laughs> on the hashtag Greenie Radio program right. uh, on, on, on ESPN Radio. All right, so l- let me do my takes here. We don't need to do it with the music and everything because this is just it's a bigger conversation. So so Hembo, doing his job as the producer of Get Up, put together five questions that he thought would be interesting to hear people answer. Now I will answer them. Go ahead. Greeny, is it fair or is it not fair for the NBA to hold Draymond Green's history against him? It is 100% fair. In fact, this is not limited to the NBA. It's not limited to sports. This is a lesson for all young people. If you are a young person listening to this conversation, be well aware. Your history follows you for the rest of your life, no matter what, as well it should. Now, that's not to say that you, you, can't, that you do not evolve as a person and that, that evolution should not be taken into account. But bear in mind, if you treat people badly, they will remember it. If you do a, a, a bevy of really stupid things, they will remember it. If you commit a crime, what, one of the things that will be considered when they, when they take into account how severe your punishment is going to be is are you or are you not a first-time offender? This is, this is the world that we live in. So the idea that we should say, well, Draymond Green's past history should have nothing whatsoever to do with how a particular situation is adjudicated, what I think fly in the face of just the way society works. Before you ask the next question, let me see if anyone disagrees. Do you disagree with a, that? A little bit, because if you're, let's say you're, you're in a court of law, you're the judge. Yeah. Is it not at least in some sense your responsibility to, to, to separate, the, in this case, the player from the infraction, rather than sort of baking both into the cake? Yes, but that, so I'm going to use another legal analogy, and again, let's make it very clear that Draymond Green is not, has not been, and will not be charged with a crime, but if we're going to use that analogy that a judge, I do not think, can take your past history into account when determining whether you are guilty of this particular crime or not. Right. 
But then once it has been determined mm. beyond a reasonable doubt that you are guilty of the crime, then I think your past history does get taken into account when we consider the reaction, the punishment. The sentencing. The sentencing, mm. thank you. And I think that is what has happened here. The fact that he has his history does not mean that what he does not change the way we view what he did. The stomping on was the stomping on. That's either a bad thing or not. The, the, the engaging with the crowd is either a bad thing or it's not. If those wouldn't be deemed bad things for other people to do, they shouldn't be deemed bad things for him to do. But once we have decided this is behavior that we do not want, then I think it is reasonable. Not, not only is it reasonable to take his past into account, it's completely unreasonable to think that we wouldn't. Mm. Bobby, you agree or disagree with that? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I guess I go back and forth on how much your past should hold, you know, you should be held against you. But I think in the end, I probably agree with what you're saying. Let, let, let me let me put this into a real life example for you. All right. So for many, many years, you worked with Nuno and, and people who listen to the show will remember oh, yeah. hashtag Nuno, who's now producing the morning show here on ESPN radio. But he worked with you before I came back to radio. So you and Nuno were right. together for years, right? Will Kane's show, I think, and yep. whatever you guys did together for all those. So you know him forever. Right. So when you hear Nuno, knowing him as you do, make some sort of statement about the Yankees, the Giants, the Knicks, or whatever Portuguese soccer team it is he lives or dies with, do you or do you not immediately take into account who it is that is saying this before you decide how seriously you're going to take it? Uh, yes. I would. I would and take why into- do you do that? Because Nuno's a ridiculous human. Right. And, and that there you have it. Draymond has behaved in this manner so many times that it is unrealistic to think that we wouldn't view any circumstance that comes up with him through the prism of his past history. Mm. I did look it up this morning. It's 154 techs, 19 flagrant fouls, and 15 ejections for his career. Okay, and so 154, and you're not talking about just in the playoffs. You're talking about in his entire Regular career. season and playoffs combined. It feels like he's had almost that many in the playoffs. It does. Those are astronomical figures by standards of active players. All right, well, so that's your first question. What's your second question? My second question is, would anyone else, literally anyone else, have been suspended for doing the same thing? So that's why doing a show like Get Up is valuable. Because if you had asked me that question... At 8 this morning Eastern time, I would have said no. Mm. And by 10 Eastern time, by the time we started this show, my answer has changed to yes. When Woj came on, he said two things. One of them was that the theatrics with the crowd weighed heavily into this decision. And I think that is important. Because while I may sit here and say, You know, there's an element of that that is entertaining and fun. I understand the more closely I watch it, how mean-spirited some of that looks, the image that it creates for the league that it does not want, and worst of all, the potential, whatever potential it has, to escalate into something really ugly. But more significantly, the fact that it is happening while Demacia Sabonis is still lying on the ground Imagine if we're living in a world where he had to be taken to the hospital, which in the moment that this is happening, Draymond doesn't know and no one knows that Demacia Sabonis wasn't more significantly hurt than he was. The more I think about those things, the more I think that 
in the same circumstance, another player might also have been suspended. That is fair. There was a, there was a play in the NFL this season in which Kayvon Thibodeau was doing snow angels uh, after sacking Nick Foles. He yes. was writhing in pain on the ground. Right. And many of us hated that. It is a good point that Woj makes, although I do think that we are holding against Draymond Green here something for which, unless I'm unaware, he's not doing anything that's against the rule book. I mean, to interact with the crowd in that manner, though mean-spirited, and though Adam Silver was there and, in, and, 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 such, and as such, probably not smart, I'm not so sure that it's fair to take that into account considering on balance that's something that anyone could or, uh, could or should do. He wasn't making any lewd gestures. I didn't even see any profanity myself. So it's, it's, it's odd that they would include that as part of the explanation. You know, like we have freedom of speech in this country, but the old example we used to use of exceptions to that was you're not allowed to yell fire in a crowded movie theater. And the reason is because um, it could escalate into a dangerous situation. And I think if you look at that, whether the specifics of what he said notwithstanding and whether he made an actual lewd gesture or not, I do not think it's unreasonable to look at that scene and again, our, our TV crew is doing a good job of showing over and over again. The more times I look at it and say, that's starting to look more and more like something that could turn ugly. Yeah. It just takes one person to take that too far. And, and, and we've got ourselves a real problem. And while I, I am not one who thinks that a, that a player, an, an athlete on the floor, particularly in basketball where the fans are so close, that, that the player just needs to sit there and take whatever abuse is hurled at them. I, I, I have never felt that way, and I never will. But I think he does have at least some responsibility not to escalate it to a place that it could become dangerous. Well, then where is the responsibility on his teammates and the coaching staff to ensure that does not happen? Well, that's confusing to me. Like, that's why I brought that up to Monica. Right. Like, why did no one do anything? <laughs> I, I guess it's because they just are like, well, that's just Draymond. Like, Draymond has just reached the point of being Draymond. Cost him game three. And, and, and the league is, no, is not going to subscribe to that's just Draymond being Draymond. You know, like, I'll use another analogy. I'm just sort of flying all over the place with my analogies today. There were things that Charles Barkley, and I want to, I want to make it clear for anyone who just might think I'm saying this the opposite way, I love Charles Barkley. I think he's as entertaining a person as has ever been involved in sports television. He also is a sweetheart of a man. So I, I do not say this in a negative way. But there is no question he can say things on TV and get away with them that most other people could not. Why? Because that's Charles. Mm. And I think that's the way Draymond's teammates and coaches were viewing him. If anyone else, if Jordan Poole was standing there screaming and yelling at the fans like that, they'd be like grabbing him and pulling him away. But with Draymond, oh, that, that's just how he is. You got to let him sort of blow off that steam and then that'll be the end of it. So I can give them the benefit of the doubt in the heat of the moment. A couple or an hour later, where's the comms director? Where's the GM? Where's someone else to say, Draymond, don't say what, don't say what he wound up saying. Just apologize so that this is something that we don't hold against you further. Like, they had a lot of time between the incident and the time he got on the podium to make sure that message got to him, too. That's true. Everyone was joking that he was going to record a podcast during the final seven minutes of regulation <laughs> of that game because he was not eligible to play in them. All right, there are a lot more questions that come from this. There's also a lot of other playoff basketball to get to. Uh, Knicks and Cavs, we have some storylines coming out of that. Uh, another reminder also, uh, if you are interested, that our book is available everywhere and anywhere uh, that you buy books. Um, we I mentioned yesterday that we will, in the uh, issue of the New York Times, 
that will be uh, available this coming Sunday, um, which is the first week, um, reflecting of the first week of our book's release. We were number six in the New York Times nonfiction bestseller list, which is a remarkably high place for a book like ours to be. And uh, we are so grateful to everyone for being interested and involved. There have been so many radio stations that have called me that tell me they're talking about it. They have thoughts on it, questions. I think, I think this is, this is turning out to be something far bigger than I realized it was going to be for me. And I'm incredibly proud of it and incredibly grateful. So if you are interested, the book should be available anywhere you get your books. It is called got your number um, and our thanks endlessly for it. In the meantime, much more on all these NBA playoffs. We're back in a flash. This is ESPN radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, a lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. So much action with the NBA playoffs. And that's sort of where my head was at 8 o'clock this morning, uh, Eastern Time, when we went on the air for Get Up, which was the old philosophy that any attention is good attention, any news is good news, that I thought that there was a harmlessness to the Draymond of it all here that in the big picture was good for the league, that this was going to have people talking. It would create more interest in the series. Do I think this will hurt the ratings of Game 3? No. Do I think it'll help the ratings of Game 3? I do. So I was thinking along those lines, and then as the morning has gone on, my feeling on it has sort of evolved, and I understand why this might have come closer to a line that the NBA would be uncomfortable with. I feel like you... I've not heard your opinion on this yet, Hembo. I, I, you keep making these expressions with everything I say, and I can't decide what you think. We all know Bubba thinks that Draymond didn't do anything wrong at all. What do you think of all this? Uh, I hate Draymond Green, and I love that I hate Draymond Green. I think he's the best villain in sports right now, and I think that's a good thing for the league. It's a good thing for sports. The interplay between hero and villain and his place in all of this is great for the league. I, am so, I, said, I say that to say that I'm not predisposed to defending him. That said, I disagree with the decision, and I'm somewhat surprised that, th- that they got there. In a vacuum, what he did was obviously wrong. But to suspend Draymond Green during the playoffs after he was egged on, which the league acknowledged in their press release, is startling to me. It's stunning. I would, I would go as far as to say that I don't think anyone else in the world would have been suspended had they done the same thing. But of course, this is the kind of thing 
that only Draymond Green would do, and thus we find ourselves in this position. Yeah, uh, it, it, it doesn't happen by accident. Like you can say, how does Dennis Rodman always find himself in these <laughs> situations? How does Draymond Green always find himself in these situations? The answer is he doesn't find himself in them. He creates them. They don't follow him. He creates them, and that's part of the problem. I will say this, that whether I agree or disagree with the decision, I don't defend him either way for what he did in it. A reminder, the NBA playoffs are right here on ESPN Radio. Tonight we have Grizzlies Lakers presented by Indeed. Coverage starts at 7 Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. One of the other questions that you have written down here for me, which I think is the best one, is should the Warriors lose Game 3, and thus the series, it'll be argued that Draymond cost his team a shot at two titles. So how will that impact the way his Warriors career is remembered? That's a great question. And it's a fascinating one for me, and, and I would think for you too, at this time in our life. Because we just wrote this book. And the intention of our book is that it should be sort of the book of record on sports history. Like these are the people who own these numbers. People who care about sports and sports history need to read it because you need to know these people. And this is the definitive way that at least we think they should be remembered. So if we're writing our chapter on Draymond right now, let's say they lose this series now. Now it's the first round, it's not the finals. But he clearly cost them a championship in a year in which they won 73 games. They broke the all-time record held by one of the most legendary teams in history, the 96 Bulls. They broke their record and were on their way to winning an NBA championship. And his actions cost them that. That's already a monstrous part of his history, right? If this happens now, if they, get, if they lose it, if they get swept here then if we were starting, like we're writing our chapter on him, where would it start? I think Draymond Green being suspended in 2016 and then this is the lead, or at least it's in the first paragraph. I would go as far as to say that without Draymond Green, the Warriors would have won none of the four championships they did. Now, right. that, that's de- that, that, that can be debated until the end of time, but it is my belief that Draymond Green is the best role player ever. And I, don't, I do not think they would have won any of those championships without him. They would have assuredly won one more with him for Game 5 in that case. And this year, had he been available for Game 3 tomorrow, which they could still win, and who knows what might happen. It's, like, that, that story is, to, uh, is still to be written. But there's a real chance that they lose the series now, in part because of this, and that might very well represent the end of his Warriors tenure. It's almost like perfectly symbolic and ironic. It is amazing because what I would want to do is give him the credit that he's due, which is to say, I would want the opening chapter to say something like, if you watched Draymond Green play at Michigan State and heard someone say, that guy's going to wind up in the Hall of Fame, you would have turned to them and laughed in their face, and you wouldn't have been wrong. Draymond Green has made himself exactly what you just described him as. Was he in the right place at the right time? A little bit, sure. Because he found himself playing with guys who needed exactly what he could do and didn't need what he can't do. He found himself with Steph Curry, and a lot of people wind up having their lives and careers elevated by getting themselves attached to people like that. Hence... 
people who played with LeBron, people who played with Michael Jordan, people who played with Tom Brady, people who played with Steph Curry. But Draymond Green has also made himself this. He's made himself a Hall of Famer, and I don't take that away from him at all. And I would want to give him his due. But I would agree that I think if you're writing the chapter of Draymond Green in a book like Got Your Number, it would have to start with, or if, 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 if they get swept now, in this moment, it would feel like you'd have to start with the things that he cost this team every bit as much as the things he brought this team. What a strange legacy that is for a player to have. I will continue with much more off the top of the hour. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.